TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Our guest uh, this half hour is a guy, a local guy who has had tremendous success, uh, 50 years in the music business, which is amazing since he's only uh, 39 years old, uh, released his first solo album just a couple of years ago called Full Circle, and uh, he's going to be at the Palisades in McKeesport on May 7th and a bunch of other places around Allegheny County uh, this summer and had a really good album, was it last year or two years ago, with a single that I loved called The Walk. Jimmy Ross of the Jaggers is our guest this half hour. Uh, Good afternoon, Jimmy. Hi, Jay. How are you? I'm great. Um, did, did I do you justice there in my little intro that I improvised? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so uh, tell me, first of all, uh, the, the album that had The Walk on it, and I can't remember the, the title of the album. Right. Well, the album was called The Walk. The album was called The Walk. No, that's probably why I can't remember it then. Um, I loved that sound. Um, I, I saw you quoted in an interview where I think you said that uh, – uh, that was the Jaggers in 1968, but it sounded very fresh and contemporary too. Yeah, it sounded just like us when I heard uh, when I heard that. That was originally cut by uh, Mayor Hawthorne okay. uh, over in England, and it it was out about well probably five or six years ago. And when I heard that song, it sounded exactly like the Jaggers uh, harmony. Um, what we used to do back in '68, you know, around '67. And uh, so we were doing uh, the CD at that time. So I said, man, we got to do this tune. Let me ask you, because we, we get a lot of new music in here, and um, there seems, it's not like soul music ever really went away, but there seems to be kind of a soul music revival the last couple of years. We've, we've had a couple of great albums. There's a band called Lettuce that we've been just playing the heck out of. There's a, a couple of others. Bruno Mars, of course, um, uh, is, is a huge star right now. Um, are you surprised that some sort of soul music has come back so strong, including that sort of northern soul sound that you guys specialize in? Well, I think it's always been around, you know, and I, I don't think that that, that uh, style of music's ever going to go away, mm-hmm. uh, especially around the Pittsburgh area. I think this, uh, uh, the tri-state area actually is very soul-oriented from years ago, from the Temptations, the Four Tops, the, you know, uh, a Whammo radio yeah, yeah. everybody used to listen to and uh, but I, I, I don't think it ever uh, ever went away, and, and you know, uh, people my age are saying uh, that's the stuff you can sing sing along with, and you can hear the lyrics, and uh, so uh, yeah, it's pretty it's strong, man. T- tell me a little about about you growing up. You are are you originally from Beaver County? Yes, I'm from uh, Aliquippa, actually. Oh, so you're a Quip, okay. And um, growing up, what were kind of your musical influences? Well, again, it was all the soul stuff that I liked. Uh, the Temptations, um, uh, Smokey, the, the Four Tops, uh, all, all the vocal groups uh, that I listened to years ago, um, they really influenced me a lot. And, and when did you start thinking that, hey, I might want to be a musician myself? Well, actually in high school. I was in the high school band and uh, had a little group that we, uh, we started uh, playing uh, weddings and things like that. Um, and so it just blossomed from there, and um, I was... Uh, fortunate enough to get uh, an audition with the Jaggers, mm-hmm. uh, and the Jaggers were together probably about three months, actually, when they called me, and um, 
they were playing at a place in Beaver County called uh, the Club Natural. Okay. And they played down there six nights a week, believe it or not. That's when the clubs were booming at that time, and steel mills were working good, and, you know, everybody had a lot of money back then. Well, it was it felt like a lot of money. Maybe it wasn't, but it felt like uh, you know, everybody was doing very well back then. Yeah. But uh, where'd you get your first guitar? Uh, my first guitar, I bought a used one from someone in Avalon, actually. Okay. <laughs> and about I I had the first one about ten years, and then it was stolen out of a hotel room when we were on the road. Uh, did you teach yourself? Did you take a class? How did you learn to play? No, I taught myself. Okay. I thought, n- never never took any. Um, uh, music uh, for bass guitar, but uh, like I say, I was in a high school band, so I did have some musical training. Where, uh, what were some of the first songs that you learned how to play? Uh, probably something like "My Girl" okay. and "Johnny Be Good." I think everybody plays yeah. "Be Good." Yeah. Okay. J- Jimmy Ross of the Jaggers is is our guest this half hour. They are at the Palisades uh, tonight. At, uh, if you're listening to this on Saturday, that is, they're, they're, uh, they're at the Palisades tonight. Um, the doors open at 5.30, and it is a dinner show with uh, DJ Jerry, Jerry Kovach. Uh, for more information, 412-678-6979. Where are some other uh, places? Because some people are going to be listening to this on Sunday, and, of course, the concert will be over. <laughs> where, where, where are some other places? Next Saturday, you're going to be at uh, Stow Rocks High School? Uh, yeah, we're there with the, um, the Marcells and uh, another group called Soft Winds. Okay. Uh, that's... Uh, uh, at the uh, Stowe Rocks High School. And this year, you know, we're in a lot of different places. Um, Hartwood Acres you're going to be at on June 26th, I see. Yeah, and we've, we've never played there before, but I hear it's beautiful out there, and um, I'm looking forward to that show. And uh, closer here to uh, our home base in the Mon Valley, uh, you're going to be in Turtle Creek on July 16th. There's a whole bunch of places. The Northern Appalachian Folk Festival. I'm going to want to ask you about that. In September, you're going to be at the Northern Appalachian Folk Festival, and I want to find out about that. Uh, yeah, uh, Jay, I really don't know that much about it, <laughs> other than it's in Indiana. <laughs> it's up by IUP, and um, I hear it's huge. That's what I hear from people, so uh, looking forward to that one, too. Uh, the website is jaggerswithaz.com, www.jaggerswithaz.com, and uh, you can um, be the, probably be the best place uh, to find out uh, where the Jaggers are going to be this summer. So you were playing with the high school band, and there there was a band that who, who was the group that was before the Jaggers? Didn't they sort well, of? I, I was with a group called Sonny and the Victors. Okay. And then um, I went to the Bell Boys. Okay. And then the Jaggers. Okay. Okay. And who who all were were your original band members then? Uh, Donnie Iris, uh-huh. um, myself, uh, Benny Fiella, uh, Jim Pugliano was on drums, um, Tom Davies on. Um, on keyboards and Bill Maybury was uh, on bass. You, you talked a little bit about the club scene. I, I'm I'm kind of familiar with the with the. I, I'm I'm not quite old enough to have have been part of it firsthand, but uh, I, I'm kind of familiar with the clubs that we had in, in the Mon Valley area, the White Elephant and Terry Lee's Night Train and mm-hmm. and uh, some of these other uh, clubs. What were the clubs up in the Beaver Valley area? You mentioned the the one. Yeah, the Club Natural was yeah. was the big spot. Uh, there was another place in that, down, right downtown Aliquippa called Villa's Double O Seven Lounge. Okay. And uh, it was a big dance hall. It was great. Uh, we used to pack them in down there. Um, uh, but there was a club or a bar on, on every corner that had a, um, a live band in it years ago, back in the late 60s. What do you think was the, uh, the inspiration of that? The, the late Doug Hirth used to talk about growing up in New Jersey in the 50s, and every, every uh, group of high school kids had a doo-wop group. Um, what, was the, what, what, what was sort of the impulse in the Pittsburgh area to have these um, live music clubs? 
I'm, I'm sorry, Jay, I didn't hear that. Oh, what, why do you think Pittsburgh had, had such a live, such a good live music scene back in those days? Uh, good question. Uh, I, I think, you know, um, w with the uh, popularity of the Beatles and every, uh, everything, everybody went out and bought a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, that really started it back then for everybody. Everybody wanted to be a Beatle. And uh, uh, like I said, there was a lot of places to play and, and, uh, in and around the Pittsburgh area. Jimmy Ross of the Jaggers is our guest this half hour. They are going to be at the Palisades in McKeesport tonight. Uh, doors open at 530. For more information, 412-678-6979. That is, if you're listening to this on Sunday, of course, uh, uh, they are not going to be at the Palisades tonight. The concert is May 7th, uh, but they are coming probably to a neighborhood near you if you're within the sound of my voice. Uh, they'll be in Turtle Creek in the coming weeks, and they're also doing a free show up at Hartwood Acres on June 26th. Uh, Jimmy, when we come back, I want to ask you about... Uh, some of the music that you've listened to and also about uh, uh, when the rapper really broke big, okay? Okay, great. Well, uh, let's take a quick 60-second break. We'll be back here with uh, Jimmy Ross from the Jagger. Stay tuned. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes. Support comes from the readers of TubeCityOnline.com and the Tube City Almanac, and we thank them for their support. If you'd like to contribute, please visit our website, call us at 412-614-9659, or email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. This half hour is Jimmy Ross of the Jaggers. They're going to be at the Palisades Ballroom in McKeesport on May 7th and also at Hartwood Acres uh, as part of Allegheny County's Summer Concert Series. That concert is a free concert and that is coming up on June 26th and there is a car cruise as part of that as well. So uh, you guys signed with Gamble Records, was that it, in, in 1968? Right, we signed with Gamble and Huff out of Philadelphia. How, how did that come about? Well, Joe Rock was our manager at okay. the time. He also managed the Skyliners, and uh, he had a lot of record connections, and um, uh, he got in touch with uh, Gamble and Huff, which was um, uh, primarily an, an R&B um, songwriting team that had a lot of hit records with a lot of the groups uh, out of the Philly area, and he thought that uh, it would be a good match for us. So they came, actually, they came to Elwood City to one of our um, uh, rehearsals. Okay to listen to some of the uh, original tunes that we had and, and some of the things that we were doing on stage. And um, they, they said, man, I'll see you in Philly in a month. And we went up to Philly, signed a contract with them, and that was our first recording contract. And um, then we had a couple singles with them. Our very first album was Introducing the Jaggers, and it went from there. Tell me a little bit about Joe Rock, because I never got to meet him myself, but uh, he, he passed away, I think, about 15, 16 years ago, um, and, and everybody kind of has stories about him. What what was he like? Yeah, he was a great guy. He was a great guy, uh, a personal friend, and uh, uh, actually a friend of the group. He was like uh, the, the seventh Jagger at that time, you know. Uh, matter of fact, when we had our first day, listen to this, when we had our first record, we got our first big check in the mail. We went out and bought seven Lincoln Continentals. 
and we bought one for Joe, too. You must have been made some uh, uh, Lincoln dealer up there in Beaver County real happy. Oh, they loved it. It was Morrow Motors down there in Beaver Oh, sure. <laughs> I've looked at cars there, yeah. I know where that is. <laughs> and uh, I remember we were out on the road, and uh, about a month before that, we ordered. We could order the color we wanted and the interior and all that. So when we came uh, came off the road, we went to uh, Morrow's, and I think it was the 4th of July, and they were open just for us. And all the cars were lined up in the in the uh, garage, you know, ready to go. Man, it was a great feeling, you know. So, the, so the first album was introducing the Jaggers, and that's not really the one that that got the big, huge national push. It was we went to different schools together, which I think was on Kamasutra. Right, that's a pink label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the single, the rapper just went insane. Oh. Number two uh, nationally and number one in a lot of markets, in, including Pittsburgh. What was the process of uh, coming at, developing that song? Well, uh, we went into the studio uh, in New York after, after the, uh, our, our uh, stint with um, Gamble and Huff mm-hmm. um, with some original tunes and um, gave them to the record company. And they really weren't that crazy about the rapper. They, I mean, they had to put out a single. That, that was their that was in the contract that they had to uh, release a single. So they put that one out, and um, it started selling all over the country, and it was crazy, you know, but they really didn't like the song that much. It's, it's got, it, the, the instrumentation on it is interesting. Every, everything about that single is interesting. Jimmy Ross of the Jaggers is our guest. Uh, they're going to be at the Palisades on uh, May 7th, and they are coming to a neighborhood near you probably this summer, if you're within the sound of my voice. Uh, they're playing a couple of dates coming up in Turtle Creek. Uh, they'll be at IUP in the fall. And um, they're going to be at Hartwood Acres doing a free concert uh, at Hartwood Acres on June 26th. You can find out more information by going to their website, Jaggers, J-A-G-G-E-R-A-Z, dot com. Anybody who's listening to an oldie show in Pittsburgh that doesn't know how to spell Jaggers, I would be very surprised. But <laughs> I'll spell it just in case. Uh, you, n- you never know who might be tuning in. But that song has such interesting, the, the instrumentation is interesting, the beat is interesting. It, it's hard to believe that they listened to that and they said, eh. Yeah. Well, record companies, a lot of times they don't know. You know, they they don't know. They're get they're just guessing. You know, but I think it was the right song at the right time. Uh, it was a, it was a very simple tune. Uh, it was about a guy rapping on the girl uh, a girl in the club. Uh, you know, uh, that we used to see when we played the uh, the club circuit six nights a week. Every night you would see that in a club. And so uh, Donnie's the one who wrote the song, and um, uh, it it just took off like crazy, man. It, it, it just w- was all over the United States. I also like the flip side of that song, though, uh, which is Born Poor on, on, on the Kama Sutra 45, mm-hmm. um, which is another good song, which um, if it had not been on the flip side of the rapper, my, I wonder if it might have been a, a bigger hit, too. Uh, maybe it's just because I was born poor. I don't know. <laughs> but that, that song, too, has got kind of a... Um, it, it, it's got uh, almost like a reggae-type uh, beat right, or something right. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Ross is our guest. So, where all did you tour with the when the rapper hit big? Uh, how how far end did you guys end up touring then? Well, we went out to California. We did the um, we did a, a lot of television out there. We did the uh, American Bandstand with yeah. uh, Dick Clark. We did that. Uh, we we did a lot of uh, colleges at that time. Okay, uh, but we tried to stay around uh, the tri-state area as much as we could. Uh, because uh, there were just, like I said, there were just so many places to play, and um, uh, we were really in demand back here. We weren't one of those bands that lived out of the back of a van or anything like that. You know, we mm-hmm. we were very fortunate that uh, we were making, uh, you know, nice money back then, 
and uh, we didn't we didn't have to live out of a, a van. <laughs> you you, you or did we want to? You know, this is getting this is jumping a little bit ahead of the story. But you've had a couple of songs that have been sampled too. Wiz Khalifa didn't he sample uh, one of your songs? Yeah, and just recently, uh, I actually I don't even know how to pronounce the name of the rapper that just did uh, our second record was "Gotta Find My Way Back Home." Yeah, and they just uh, sampled that too. So okay, it's it's crazy, uh, you know. Uh, I, I talked to Melvin Steeles, the guy who wrote the "Gotta Find My Way Back Home" for us. He he also wrote "Could It Be I'm Falling in Love" for the Spinners. Oh yeah. And he lives here in Beaver County. And I I called him on the phone and I said um, I told him about the, the uh, "Gotta Find My Way Back Home" being sampled. And he said, "Well, he said they know a good song when they hear it." <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was a "Gotta Find My Way Back Home" was one of my favorite Jagger songs. It really is. Uh, Jimmy Ross of the Jaggers is our guest this half hour. Uh, they've got a website, jaggers.com. Let me ask you about the name. I think everybody in western Pennsylvania knows where the where the, 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 the name is derived from Jagger Bushes, correct? Yeah, that's right. That's okay. right. Uh, I tell people if we were a band from the south, uh, instead of Jaggers, we would have been called the Briars. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been all kind of uh, rumors out there how we got our name uh, from Mick Jagger and all that. No, it's not from Mick Jagger at all. It's from the little Jagger bushes that you find in western Pennsylvania. And, and, and there's nothing uh, off-color about it. I had uh, Bill Scully from uh, the Arondis on uh, several years ago, and I asked him about that song 69, and, and he said, well, what do you think it means? <laughs> I said, well, Jeez. he said, we told people it was the class of 69, but... <laughs> It wasn't. Uh, you guys had a little bit of a, of a rough patch there in the 70s. You disbanded for a while, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, actually, um, Joe Rock being the manager of the uh, Skyliners, um, in 1975, um, one of the Skyliners was quitting, mm-hmm. and he called me on the phone and asked me if I wanted to join the Skyliners. They were looking for another vocalist. And at that time, the Jaggers weren't really working that much, you know, and, and I just thought that that's more of the show business end of it that I wanted to get into. So I left in 75, uh, and uh, that's the year that the Jaggers disbanded. Maybe that might be a good place for us to take another break, and then when we pick it back up, let's talk about uh, the reforming of the group and also about your solo album uh, that I think you did, what, in 2010? Right. Uh, Jimmy Ross of the Jaggers is our guest. They are going to be at the Palisades Ballroom in McKeesport on May 7th, and they are also going to be at Hartwood Acres and a bunch of other places, a couple of upcoming dates in Turtle Creek. For more information, you can go to their website, jaggers.com. And uh, we'll be back in 60 seconds here. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger 
at gmail.com. And we're back for a final few minutes. Our guest this half hour, Jimmy Ross of the Jaggers. They're going to be at the Palisades Ballroom tonight. That is, if you're hearing us on Saturday, uh, they're going to be there tonight at uh, 6.30, I believe, is dinner. Doors open at 5.30. Uh, there is a cost. This is a benefit for the Lions Club in McKeesport, 412 678 Six nine seven nine, but they're also going to be in Stow Rocks on May fourteenth. They're going to be at Hartwood Acres uh, as part of the Allegheny County Summer Concert Series, June twenty sixth. Where whereabouts do you guys? How far do you guys? Do you guys still kind of stick close to the Pittsburgh area, or do you travel? Uh, we don't travel that much. I, actually, it's funny you say that. I just got a call last night uh, from a guy from Kentucky. He wants okay. to come down there and do a show September first at Bowling Green, Kentucky. So okay. I don't know if we're going to be going down there or not, but um, we we try to stay around the tri-state area. So, so when we took the break, you were talking about uh, you, you spent a couple of years singing with uh, Joe Rock's uh, other big group, the Skyliners. Um, when did the Jaggers uh, sort of reform? Uh, probably about um, mm, late '80s, maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and what was the impetus for that? You just kind of missing each other, or well, <laughs> actually, uh, one of the guys' uh, daughters got married. Okay, and uh, we were invited to the wedding. And naturally, we can't keep our mouths shut too long. So uh, we we uh, we were having a few cocktails, uh-huh. and uh, we got together and started singing uh, in in another room away from the guests. And uh, it's uh, it's uh, just sounded so good, just like it did years before that. And we said, eh, you know, let's let's try to do something, man. Let's 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 put something together. And then we came up with a um, uh, a re- 25 year reunion. I think it was 25 okay. years at that time. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you released then an album in in '98 called in, and the band played on. And the band played on, right? Yeah, right. Uh, who are the current members of the group? Uh, the current members we have uh, Paul Martello from Swissville. He's on drums. Uh, Dennis Maccabee uh, from uh, Weirton, West Virginia. He's on guitar. Uh, one of the original guys, Benny Fiala. He's on guitar and, and uh, vocals. Hermie Granati, who plays with everybody in town. I'm sure, sure you know who Hermie is. Uh, he's been with us uh, off and on for the last 25 years, actually. Um, he's from Beaver Falls. And um, and myself. Yeah. And uh, Chris Paterini, who's a sax player. He's great. One of the one of the best sax players in the city of Pittsburgh. You, you, you've had uh, two folks pass away. Um, Bill Maybray passed away several years ago, and uh, I believe Jim Pugliano. Right, he was the drummer. Pa- pa- passed away. Um, how, how does that affect a, a, a group of people who have been so tight for so long? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to find uh, people who can, you know, keep that Jagger sound. Yeah. Uh, and, and we found them. We found them with uh, the, the current guys that we have now. These guys been with me for at least uh, 15, 20 years. Um, yeah, the, the, the album that you did in 2010, uh, where was that recorded? And are, are those originals or are those covers of some of your favorite songs? There, there are some covers that we do on stage, and uh, there's a couple originals in there, too. Uh, the, the album was recorded at um, uh, David uh, Granati's studio in Ambridge okay. here in Beaver County. Okay. And... It, it, Tell me a little bit about the, the, the process of recording the, the, the album, The Walk, because that was such a tight-sounding album altogether, but that the single, The Walk, not only did that get played on the oldie stations, I heard it on some of the new uh, music stations as well. Right. It was, uh, it, it's still being played overseas a lot, too, in Japan and the U.K. And um, actually, the first week that it came out, um, somebody ordered 1,000 uh, CDs uh, from Japan for Tower Records over there. Okay. So, um, 
Yeah, it was a good sounding CD. Uh, I love the walk, like I say, and and that was recorded uh, in the North Hills. Okay. Hmm? And what? Who is coming to the shows now? Because I have to think at this point, and I don't want to embarrass you or anything, but I have to think at this point, not only do you have people who, you know, remember you from the old days, but now you've got their kids and grandkids coming right. to shows now, too. You've got to have at least two, three generations at this point. Yeah, uh, uh, everybody and everybody, <laughs> you know, uh, and... and, and the, uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the people from years ago who used to come and see us at different places, but there's a lot of new faces out there, a lot of new fans that uh, like this kind of music. Jimmy Ross of the Jaggers is our guest for a few more minutes. They're going to be at the Palisades Ballroom in McKeesport tonight, uh, May 7th. Um, that door's open for that show at 5.30. That is a benefit for the Lions Club. And for more information, you can call 412-678-6979. If you're listening to this on Sunday, a um, bunch of dates coming up, including Hartwood Acres. That's a free show on June 26th. They'll be at the Elwood City Arts, Crafts, and Food Festival on July 3rd. They'll be in Midland at the uh, Performing Arts Center on July 4th, and a couple of upcoming dates in Turtle Creek. You don't. You said you don't know much about this Northern Appalachian Folk Festival. You're not. Play, are you playing folk music now? No, no. I just know that the festival is huge. That's what I hear from everybody. I mean, it's it's. Uh, they have a lot of entertainment up there, and it's. I think it's like a three or four day thing. Uh, in Indiana by IUP. And that's uh, September 11th uh, at the Northern Appalachian Folk Festival up in Indiana County, PA. Uh, what are you listening to these days? A lot of people think that because I do an oldies show that uh, I'm listening to the oldies all the time, but I'm, I'm always listening to something different. What kind of things are you listening to these days? Well, I, I'm still listening to oldies, but I, I like Bruno Mars a lot. Uh -huh. I, I like I like the stuff he does. Um, that's that's kind of the, the vein that I, that I uh, go in. And 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 how do you keep fresh? Fresh? Yeah, yeah. What um, what motivates you? What what gets you up in the morning and and says, hey, I'm going to get out there and and. Well, when you when you're in front of these uh, these crowds, every every place we play, uh, you just see the look on their face, what you're doing to them, and 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 you know that your your music's getting, uh, you know, out there yeah. and, and and through them. It, it that that's what every entertainer wants. In this couple of minutes we have left, I've talked to a couple of musicians lately, and um, they, they say that the music business has, has really changed. In fact, I, I listened to an interview with Tom Jones uh, a month or two ago, and he was saying, you know, for a while he couldn't get his records into stores, and now he can just sell them directly to the public. He can go on his own website, or he can go on iTunes, and, and he doesn't need the record stores anymore. We, we don't seem to have as many record stores as we used to. Is the Internet, for instance, is that good or bad for you guys? Uh, it's been good for us. Uh, yeah, you're right. There's no more national record market yeah. here anymore. That that was a big that was a big thing back then. You know, get your get your uh, records in there. And Joe Rock had a lot of uh, uh, he had a lot to do with that, getting our first and second and third albums into national record. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, we're we're still selling uh, uh, CDs uh, right through our website, right through the internet. Okay. I was just wondering if that had been a good thing or, or if that was a good thing or a bad thing for musicians, because it seems like everybody's got a band and everybody's got a website selling music, but uh, uh, I was just wondering if it's good or bad for the for the musicians themselves. Well, I'm from the old school, Jay. Yeah. I would still like to go to a record store and buy a record <laughs> <laughs> or buy a CD, but uh, the internet thing, that's what, that's what everybody does, so you got to go with it, you know? Well, I used to even have the cutout bins at the... Uh, uh, 
uh, GC Murphy's or whatever, where you could uh, paw around for records too. But uh, right, the, 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 you can't even it's even hard to find CDs anymore. Everybody's doing digital downloads. You know, Jay, I know you, I don't know if you remember this or not. Well, you wouldn't because you're you're a lot a lot younger than I am. But <laughs> there was a place in Ambridge down here in Beaver County years ago when I was a little kid that you went in a little booth and and you had a sample record and you went in there to hear it. A listening booth. Table. What was the name of the store? Do you remember? I think it was called Merrill's. Okay. M-E-R-R, I think, something like that, Merrill's. Um, but it was a, just a real small shop, and you could, you could actually take the record in there, put it on a turntable, and listen to it before you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, I know, but, you know. Hey, it's, that, that was the way it was done. Jimmy Ross has been our guest this half hour. Uh, he is one of the original members of the Jaggers, and the Jaggers will be at the Palisades Ballroom in McKeesport tonight, May 7th. At uh, The doors open at 5.30. Dinner starts at 6.30, and the show begins thereafter. It's a benefit for the Lions Club. For more information, 412-678-6979, May 14th. They'll be in Stow Rocks at Stow Rocks High School on a bill with the Soft Winds and the Marcells, June 26th. Hartwood Acres. For more information, uh, you can go to jaggers.com, J-A-G-G-E-R-Z.com. Jimmy, thank you so much. Have a great summer. Jay, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, or WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.